wonderful ghost. Wonderful to the rescue. Wonderful to the rescue. Wonderful to the rescue. Go, wonderful ghost. Wonderful to the rescue. Wonderful to the rescue. Wonderful to the rescue. America's most sought-after real estate investor, and I am starting a brand new podcast. I am so excited today. This is my very first one, so I just want to give you a little bit of a scoop about what you can expect when you tune in to my weekly podcast. I'm going to be doing one every single week. I want you to tune in. I want to let you know what it's all about today so you're prepared for next week, but I'm also going to teach you something, so you have to stay tuned. So first, I have to introduce you to my sidekicks. This is Ms. Daisy May, Ms. Daisy May, and this, Ms. Delilah. I think everybody ought to have a sidekick, and so these are my girls. As you can tell, I like things 20s, fun, looks like a fun era to me. And uh, so they're from the 20s. They were real estate queens, and they passed all their knowledge on to me. And so basically what I'm going to do is I'm going to teach you everything I've learned about real estate in the last 30 years so that you can be financially free, you can stop working that job, you can become unemployable. So here's how the podcast is going to work. I'm going to tell you right now who I am, what I'm not, and what we're going to do because you have to participate and all my podcasts. So first, we're going to start off by having drinks. Today, we're having white wine. So, cheers. Mm. This one is Pouli Fousse. I haven't had any for a really long time. I was trying to think about which would be a good wine to start my podcast off with. And I thought, you know what? I really love this stuff. And I used to drink the heck out of it. So I got some Pouli Fousse. And I've got the whole bottle right there. So we'll have to just see how much we drink <laughs> in the next few minutes. So my podcast is going to air Tuesdays at 3 o'clock. And we're going to start off by just saying hi. And we're going to have drinks, cheers, salute. Because it's really nice to have drinks with your friends and friends with your family. And sit around and talk about things. And so we're having drinks with Duan. Then what I'm going to do is I'm going to get my cool kitchen timer. I'm going to set it on 20 minutes. I have done so much research in the last year and a half preparing to do a full-time podcast. And what I find is your attention span is uh, 20 minutes of uninterrupted. So, the podcast in general is going to be approximately 30 minutes. 
Five minutes of hi, how are you? Good to hear from you. Let's have something to drink. Cheers. I have to not drink too much because it is my first podcast. Mm. So yummy. And then I'm going to set the timer. For 20 minutes, I'm going to teach. Like power teaching. Boom. Like real estate boom kind of teaching. And I'm going to teach for 20 minutes. When the timer goes off, that's it. We're going to stop. I'm going to give you an assignment. I expect you to go out and do it and come back the next week. And I'm literally going to teach you everything I've learned about real estate investing in 20-minute increments. And you're going to go to my site, dwonderful.com, and get involved. I'm going to give away free gifts to all the people that opt in. People are going to get all kinds of fun things. So you definitely want to be a part of this. Now, I want to tell you first who I'm absolutely not. I took a few notes here. So I want to make sure... I didn't leave off anything that I felt was important. Now, I've watched, like I said, I've been watching podcasts, watching. I've been on over 100 podcasts as a guest. And I thought, you know what? Every time I do these, I have so much fun. I just, I'm going to do my own. I mean, I've literally, there's nothing, nothing about real estate investing that I don't know or can't teach you or haven't done. No category, no topic, nothing. So what I find is I watched a lot of podcasts making a decision about this one. And most of them, someone's getting interviewed. Like people interview me all the time. But when I'm interviewed, I send a list of questions and I say, I want you to ask me these 10 questions because I want to teach. So I personally don't like spending my time listening to somebody for an hour and I don't walk away with any information. I am an information person. If I want to learn about real estate investing and I'm getting on a podcast, I want someone to teach me. And that is my God-given gift, is I'm a really fantastic teacher. Besides being so fun, I'm a really great teacher. And that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to teach you. So if you would like to have a straight-up workshop-style podcast where I teach for just a short amount of time so everybody can, you know, Keep that eye contact for 20 straight minutes. And then I give you some assignments. And then you go out and do things. And I send you some stuff free. Then my feeling is that you would be successful like all my other students. And you would close deals. And you would send me copies of checks. And I could hold them up and go, hey. Which I should have done thinking about that. I probably should have got some copies of checks. But I didn't think about it for today. But I'll give you some for next week. But some of my most recent checks that I've gotten from people... Well, one of my students just closed the deal two weeks ago. I kid you not, $187,000. I was like, dude, where's my percentage for teaching you all this great stuff? <laughs> but I was so happy for him. And I've gotten checks, copies of checks for $98,000, $60,000, $69,000, $67,000, $7,500, dollars $10,000, $20,000. I mean, you name it. I have taught thousands of people. Um, I have over 500,000 students. So thousands of people, I have so many millionaires, I don't even know the number. And that's my goal. I want to make millionaires. I want to do a podcast so that every single thing I have ever learned in my life about real estate investing is on video. And it's there for the world to see and for people to keep learning. Because trust me, if I can do this, I promise you that you can do this. 
I'm not going to spend a bunch of time today telling you about my story. Um, I'll throw it in as we go. But the bottom line was single mom, no income, no car, no money, no job, no husband, and no education whatsoever. And got interested in real estate investing, started buying houses, fixing them up. Next thing you know, 30 years have gone by. I've made hundreds of millions of dollars. I own tons of real estate. I'm a complete, true, rags-to-riches story. Uh, I was actually fired from Denny's. <laughs> so I figure when you've been fired from Denny's, like literally, where do you go from there? So I've had just crazy things. But it has led me to today where I really feel the need to make sure I can get and teach as many people as I can. And so like I was saying about the other podcasts, I, there's so many good ones out there. But when they just chat back and forth, I personally feel like I wasn't taught anything. And I know that if you're going to become a successful real estate investor, if that's one of your goals, you can't do it by listening to a bunch of interviews. You need someone to actually train you. So like I said, my podcasts are going to be workshop style. I'm going to teach you, give you an assignment, teach you again, give you an assignment. We're going to have a drink, and then I'll tell you next week what we're drinking so we can drink together. Cheers. And you are now part of my real estate family. You're my friend. You're part of my real estate family. I treat my family. I take care of them. I'm loyal to a fault. I'm going to be that way with you. You are going to learn everything and you are going to become financially free all you got to do is tune into a little bit of wonderfulness once a week and so the podcast will come out on tuesdays it'll be three o'clock eastern time so i figure by the time it's three o'clock i mean isn't everybody ready for a drink by then and if you say but Dwan, i have a job i can't i can't drink with you at three o'clock well I want to make you unemployable, meaning I want to teach you so much and have you make so much money that you can't possibly imagine working for another person ever again. I am so, there is no person on this earth that would hire me to work for them. Because I would be like, you want me to come to work at what time and stay for how many hours? And mm, it doesn't work for me. And so that's what I want. I want you to be successful and uh, make money and to be unemployable. So cheers to being unemployable. It's really a great feeling, I have to tell you. I'm gonna fill up my wine glass, but don't watch out. All right, who we're not? Not. I am not a drive-by guru. The drive-by gurus, you know exactly who they are. They are the Kiyosakis, the fortune builders, the Graziosis, all those TV people. They're coming to town. It's a free preview. Come free and get a gift for two hours. And you go and you're so excited because you think you're going to learn. And it's just a sales guy. Those people that do the whole seminar thing, they call me every month for years. Dawn, let me take your seminars on the road. I'm like, no, you guys rip people off. I'm not doing it. Because many of you have spent 50, 60, 70, $80,000 on a program just to be sold another boot camp, another boot camp, another boot camp, another boot camp, another boot camp. And then I come to your town and you go, oh, I wish I would have met you first. I spent so much money. You won't believe it. And you're, and so my goal then is like, okay, I got to help you make all that money back. Let's make new money. 
So we don't do the free, because the free previews, this is what it is. You go to a free thing for two hours at some hotel. They give you some useless disc that is free, but you think it's free because, you know, we all like free stuff. And then they sell you into a two-day or three-day workshop for like $4.99, $4.97. Then you go there. That's where the pros start working on you, getting you to up your credit card limits. And they sell you a $50,000, $75,000 coaching program. But then it's not really coaching because you have a coach on the phone who is from the sales floor in Utah. All of the drive-by gurus use the exact same sales floor in Utah. I could tell you the address and who runs it if you wanted to know. And they just have a script. It pops up on their screen and they go, oh, that's a fortune builder's call. And then you say, hey, what about this? And the same person that's coaching you is going, oh, and they're reading and going, oh, and they're answering your question. But it's in the book that you have in front of you. So there's no actual real coaching. So I don't do that. We don't do the drive-by. I had a chance to do it a few years ago. I did it for like two, three months. I was like, look, I just can't do this. I feel like I'm literally selling my soul to the devil. And no one is getting taught. And I'm actually not doing any of the training. I'm not at any of the seminars. I'm not coaching or helping anybody. And that's what I personally want to do. So not a drive-by. There's no sales pitches on my podcast. No pitches. That was the thing I read. I got online. I spent like four or five hours one day. And I was reading uh, about the, the main things that people complain about on podcasts. And a lot of them, as they said, they, they're just like pitch-a-thons. And I'm like, and that's one great thing that if, and I know this sounds like a pitch, but it's really not. <laughs> but it's going to sound like one. But if you ever actually come to one of my two-day workshops, you'll see me and Bill for the whole two days with my son, Will. And we teach for the whole entire two days. There's no sales pitches. There's no pitch-a-thon. There's no outside speakers. There's nobody raising your credit card. We actually teach. So you can check my schedule out and see if I'm coming anywhere. Even if it's not near you, get on a plane and go. It's totally worth it for you. And it's for us, too. We love it. Okay, so who we are? Who am I? Well, <sighs> truly... I have such a heart for people. It's really crazy. I really love to help people. I love to make a difference in people's lives. I like to watch people make money. I like to share the knowledge I have because I really, from the bottom of my soul, I'm like, I am nobody special. I'm a girl that got fired from Denny's. I waited tables. I was a cocktail waitress. I've been fired from almost every job I've ever had. And one of the number one reasons I get fired is when they bring me into the office, they say things like, you're insubordinate. You come up with all these ideas and you tell me how to run my company. And you tell me that if I did this and this and this, my company would run better. And then I would sometimes work for someone and they'd be a manager and I was like, I need that manager's job. That's better than this job I got over here. So I would go up and tell managers, like, listen, dude, I'm totally coming after your job. I just want you to know. Then they would fire me. <laughs> so, anyway, so basically, I was an entrepreneur then. I just didn't know it because I kept thinking I needed to have a job. So I found myself with a baby going through a divorce. And she was eight months old and I didn't have a job. I was like, holy shit, something's got to change. And so real estate investing. So you're going to learn. I'm going to teach you, okay? You're going to implement. I have, I'm actually looking down because I made a couple notes. 
I'm thinking I might need my glasses. Hey, listen, don't laugh. There's going to come a day when you're going to need reading glasses too. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to teach. You're going to implement. You are going to become one of the most educated real estate investors in the country. My students are educated, and they're educated because I teach. I teach, 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 teach. So my students know about contracts. They know about homeowners. They know about how to deal with banks. They know about everything because I educate them and I teach them. I come from a place of super high ethics. I mean, I am like up here on the moral compass. Although, you know, I'm obviously, we're drinking. I've been known to curse a little from time to time, which I might do if something freaking pisses me off, but probably not. And I'm going to be real. It's my real personality. If you met me out in the grocery store, I would be just like I am right now. Because I probably wouldn't have all this hair and makeup. Because I got to tell you, honest to God, this like TV makeup thing, look at that. It's crazy. Two hours. I mean, honestly, who has time for that? But for you guys, I want to look my best. But don't expect once in a while you won't get a podcast with no makeup and a ponytail. <laughs> because I can't be spending all this time on makeup. All right. So, and then I'm going to teach you and I'm going to give you uh, some homework. So, I am assuming that you are a brand new person who is interested in real estate investing or you're one of my competitors and you're already thinking like, damn, Dwan rocks. She called me out. I am one of those seminar guys. Here's the thing you got to understand. The people that are the drive-bys, they don't have a company really that teaches real estate. They have a seminar model, a seminar model. Let me tell you something. That seminar model is super profitable. I mean, some of those guys make $15, $20 million a year selling seminars and you never get to meet them. How many of you have gone to, I don't know, a Kiyosaki, a Gran, uh, Graziosi, uh, somebody from Flip This, something, a fortune builders? Have you ever met those people, even at the $50,000 level? No. You know why? Because they run a seminar model. The seminar model makes me crazy because it gives investors like me and investors that are my friends and other national speakers that I know, it gives us a bad name because people think, oh, who's out to get your money? And believe it or not, there are a ton of real estate instructors like myself and trainers and teachers that I've known for 25 years that literally care about your success. I think sometimes I care more about your success than you do. So the ones that I know that are truly success-driven, I'll have them on once in a while just to give you a break from all this wonderfulness. Because, I mean, honestly, how much can you take in one day? <laughs> and some of you are already like, oh, my God, I hate this woman. She's like, ah, what is wrong with her? You know what? I have finally reached the age where I honestly don't give a shit what people think. I speak my mind, I wear what I want to wear, I do what I want to do, I eat what I want to eat, I travel when I want to travel, I teach what I want to teach, and at some point, you actually grow up, and we stop people-pleasing, and let me tell you, that day did not come for me until my late 50s. <sighs> Dwan, what? hold the phone! You cannot be in your late 50s. I know, really? Okay, so I'll admit, a little Botox helps every now and then, but the rest is good genes. Really amazingly good genes. I'm going to 
when I travel to Tennessee next time, I'm going to put my aunt on. She's 92, I'm telling you. Amazing jeans. My mom, amazing jeans. So, but you know, got to help Lloyd. What have you got to do? So anyway, um, and I forgot what I was talking about. So I'm going to help you grow financially and you're going to send me copies of your checks and you're going to go on to my Facebook site, dwonderful.com. You're going to go, my podcast is going to come out there on Tuesdays, like I said, and you're going to go on to my Facebook and my Twitter and my Instagram and you're going to tell everybody how great I am so people start listening because I have a goal. My first goal is to help you to become financially free. But being an entrepreneur and being in business for the last 30 years, I'm also competitive. So my main goal, and only you, my friends. Wait, I need more wine. I can't do a toast to that. Hang on. I have my, uh, my husband. You'll meet my husband, Bill Twyford. He can't ever buy anything that's regular. So I wanted a wine bucket. Look at this wine bucket. I mean, honest to gosh, this thing weighs, it's made out of iron. It's custom made. So I wanted a wine bucket for my podcast. And the thing is so freaking heavy, I have to sit it on the floor and it literally weighs. It's got to weigh 25 pounds. I was like, dude, could you not just go get like just a wine bucket? No, I found this one. This guy makes them. I had it made. Your podcast is so special. Like no one can see it because it takes up the whole screen. So on the days when I have things in the wine bucket, it's like I have to put the thing on the floor. Okay, I'm messing with my hair right there because you know what? I had a big bang that went across my forehead. And I see that? Girls don't like that. So you girls that are watching, you got to say, hey, Dwan, hair. Okay. So. your growth financially. That's what's going to happen when you hang out with me. All right, so now you know all that. The podcast is called The Most Wonderful Podcast. Oh, The Most Wonderful Real Estate Podcast Ever. And it is going to be the best one ever because it's going to be all about education and all about you. And when you come to my website, you'll see all kinds of I've used my name for Dwantastic Training. Uh, you guys are my little Dwanosaurus Rexes, like little dinosaurs that go out there and gobble up all the foreclosures. And so I'm actually having a bobblehead made. I think that you'll find quite funny. So anyway, that's the deal. We're going to have fun. So now we've already been talking. I don't know. I haven't timed it. So we've been talking for a few minutes already. So as I said, I'm, I'm, I'm going to keep my podcast down to a 30-minute podcast. That's what you know kind of what's coming up. But we're going to do our first class today. And I'm going to put the timer on. And so that's how it's going to be. Five minutes of like, hi, let's have a drink. And then it's going to be 20 minutes of straight training because that is your actual attention span. And then it's going to be like five minutes of goodbye. Here's your assignment. And my sign-off, I have a really cool sign-off, and I'm going to make you wait to hear my sign-off. And then you're going to come back next Tuesday, and then the next Tuesday, and the next Tuesday, and the next Tuesday. And then you're going to be like, man, I love that chick. She's making me money. And that's really what it boils down to, is we all want more money. Uh, money doesn't necessarily make you happy. If you're a complete and total jerk today, you'll just be a rich jerk later. 
but it does afford you a better lifestyle. So I can tell you for a fact, I have been on this side of the fence and I've been on this side of the fence. So when they say the grass is greener, I am telling you for an absolute fact, the grass is greener on this side of the fence. Now I may have to spend more money to get my grass mowed, but I don't have to mow it. <laughs> so the grass is truly greener on the other side. Not in all cases, but in this it is. So I have an actual kitchen timer, which is super weird because I really never cook. So I just time like pre-made stuff I throw in the oven. So I'm gonna set this baby on 20 minutes. Today we're gonna talk about real estate terminology. Okay, real estate terminology. Now, the reason I decided to start with this as my very first topic is all of the TV people have all of you so confused as to what's the fix and a flip, what's the foreclosure, what's this, what's that. And honest to gosh, 90% of the people in the world are using the wrong terminology. Sad. So I'm going to teach you the right words and what they mean, just a couple of them, to get you rolling. And I need you to write them all down and I need you to learn what they mean. So as I'm talking in the future and I use the correct lingo, you understand what we're actually talking about. So I buy and sell foreclosures. Now, I like to deal personally with the homeowners directly. A lot of people are very uncomfortable dealing with homeowners because it, it, they don't know what to say, they don't know what to do, they don't know, but that's my job is to teach you that so you can help people out. So when I was going through my divorce and all my things, I did go through a foreclosure. And let me tell you something, it was embarrassing, it was horrible, I was just, I don't know. I was so embarrassed. I was so embarrassed. And I was so like disappointed in myself. And I had a baby and I was like, oh God, I could life get any worse. And I pulled myself up by my bootstraps and became that person that's a rags to riches real estate story person. So I'm assuming that if you're listening to the most wonderful real estate podcast ever, it's because you actually do want to learn how to become a successful real estate investor. Am I right? So in order to do that, the first thing you have to learn is you have to understand the lingo. So we're only going to go through a couple of words, not a lot, but I want you to know what they actually are. And then at the end, I'm going to tell you how you can get my entire real estate lingo library for 100% free. I promise you, no strings attached. Free, 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 free. Okay. And then uh, next week, we're going to talk about how to find homeowners. And so, so this is a personal thing for me. I, a lot of investors only want to work with bank-owned houses, and I will teach you how to do that. A lot of people only want to work for, like, auction companies. I will teach you how to do that. A lot of people just want to do online. I'll teach you how to do that. But I like it if you would actually work with homeowners that are in the process of losing their house. First of all, you get to feel really good about helping a person get a fresh start and doing a good deed and feeling really good about yourself and what you did. And you make a lot of money. I mean, millions. You make a lot of money. But the thing is, the person that you're helping, like when I was in that situation and I was going through the divorce and the house, and when I was going through all that stuff, 
it really was such a low time. I mean, I just can't think of a time. It was just low. It was low. And nobody came and offered to help me. Nobody knocked on my door. Nobody said, hey, I have a solution. I'm a real estate investor. Let me buy your house and help you out. Nobody helped me on my own with a baby. So I think the reason that I personally like to work with homeowners is I know I personally am helping them get a fresh start. I know I'm leaving a good taste in their mouth about real estate investors. I know that they might even refer a couple of their friends to me. But the main thing is I know I'm doing good by them because I didn't get them into foreclosure, but I can help them get out. And they get a fresh start, and they start life over, and I help them, I pray with them, the whole thing, and it's really good for them. And it makes me feel really good because I know that personally I have affected this single family. But here's how it works. If I do 50 deals a year, I get to help 50 homeowners. But if I have a 1,000 of you and you do 50 deals a year, look how many people we get to help. So the more of you that I have in my real estate family, the more homeowners that we can help. And right now today, as we speak, there's over 10 million people in this country in some stage of default. So they need us. But if you don't want to work with people directly, you don't like the emotional, you can't feel like you can't handle it, it's okay. I'll teach you, honey, there, and I know this sounds bad, but maybe cocky. I honestly have forgotten more than 90% of the people will ever remember. Sometimes I see someone send an email and I'm like, oh gosh, I, I forgot about that. It's been so long, I forgot that that was even a thing. And I just have so much knowledge. I mean, I don't need to brag on myself. I'm just telling you straight out. I'm not bragging. I have a ton of knowledge and I want you to have it. All right, so I'm hitting the button. Cheers to your first lesson. I know, it's the middle of the day. That might be bad enough wine for me. And, okay, timer's on. Real estate lingo, first thing. I want you to learn what a foreclosure is. This literally drives me insane. I talk to people and they go, oh, I'm working on a house. I got it from the bank. It's a foreclosure. I'm working with a homeowner, and they're a payment late. They're in foreclosure, and I I fixed it up, and I sold it. I did a fix and flip. No, all wrong. Okay, so here's how it works. If you're a homeowner, you buy a house. You sign a mortgage, you sign a deed, and you make payments to the bank. So when you quit making your payments, and four or five months go by, and the banks write you a couple nasty letters, and they're like, you need to pay us or else. That's another thing for us Dewanosaurus Rexes. We snack on banks. Because honestly, banks are good. They give you money for your house. But you know what? Ultimately, they're about the bottom line, and they don't really give a crap about anybody of us or the homeowners or anybody else, and they make me really mad. Banks are something that piss me off. Okay, so you stop making your payments. And then you get a notice, you get a, a letter, and it says, we're putting you in foreclosure status. So when they miss the six payments, that is called pre-foreclosure. So somehow everyone has this idea that once it goes to the foreclosure sale and back to the bank, that is then a foreclosure. 
it's a pre-foreclosure the second they miss their first payment. Then when the bank sends them, they get a notification in the mail and it says, we are putting you in official foreclosure status. We're going to take your house. Now they're in foreclosure. They're in the foreclosure process. So when the day comes at the end of the line and they have and their house goes to sale at the foreclosure sale, then it becomes a bank-owned property. You may have heard the term REO, real estate owned, meaning real estate owned by the bank. So once it becomes a bank-owned property, it's not a foreclosure. The bank took it at the foreclosure sale. Now it's a bank-owned property, and they're trying to sell it cheap and get rid of it. So people go, oh, I'm working with the bank on buying all these foreclosures. Honey, once it goes to the foreclosure sale, it's a bank-owned property. So when you see someone that says, you know, the bank has all these foreclosures. No, the bank has all these houses that they took back at the foreclosure sale, and they're just houses that the bank owns. So I want to work with people that are in the stages of I've missed my payments, so I'm in pre-foreclosure. And the people that are like, ah, the bank served me papers. A process server came to my door and they said they're going to take my house in six months. They're in foreclosure. So I want to work with people in pre-foreclosure and people in foreclosure and buy their house from them or help them stay in it. We'll talk about that too, how to keep people in their properties. I want to help those people before it goes to this foreclosure sale because from that moment on, the bank owns a house and the people have to move out. Now the bank does not have to really give them any time. They can send the sheriff in three days and the sheriff comes with a bunch of guys and they literally take all of their stuff and put it on the street. Boom. Empty out the house. It's gone. They change the locks. The bank owns the house. Now, most banks will give people a little bit of notice, but I tell you what, I've got a couple of videos on YouTube. I'll put one up on over here on Wonderful. When you go buy a house and you see all their stuff sitting outside and all the neighbors, they just think, you know, it's a free-for-all. The neighbors go through everybody's stuff. So then when the homeowners get home at 5 o'clock that day, all their stuff is literally gone. And I was in Atlanta not too long ago, and I just happened to drive by a house where they had put people's stuff out already, I guess, maybe that day. And people were going through. There were so many neighbors in the yard. And I'm like, did these people even know? And they're like, I don't know. We don't know what happened. So I kind of hung around, and the people did come home, and they were like, oh, my God. Where's all my stuff? So the bank's going to be pretty ruthless. So that's why I feel like, you know, we kind of want to like, you know, the bank is sort of the enemy. So the way I see it is like enemy of my enemy is my friend. So that is a fourth century true saying. Enemy of my enemy is my friend. So when I'm working with the homeowners, I'm like, hey, listen, the bank's trying to take your house. The bank doesn't want to give me a good deal. They want to see you go down. I'm trying to help you move and get money and start your life over and the bank doesn't want that to happen so we both hate the bank so now we're great friends okay that's how it works so foreclosure is when they're actually served papers pre-foreclosure is when they fall behind in payments a foreclosure sale now that is not actually the right term so i am going to teach you one incorrect term 
And that is because each state has a different name for it. Some states, it's uh, selling on the courthouse steps. Some of the states, it's called a trustee sale. Some states, it's called a sheriff sale. It actually is called different things in all the different states. So to not confuse you, I just say foreclosure sale. And then you have to learn what that is for your state. So I am going to teach you one wrong piece of information so that if I use the right term for your state, it doesn't confuse somebody else from another state. So foreclosure sale encompasses all the states and what they call it when the house goes to the sale where the bank takes the house away from the people and it is now a bank-owned property or an REO and you can buy directly from the bank. So if you don't like working with homeowners, you can wait, go work with the bank. Those of you that want to work with the homeowners, and try to help them and get them a fresh start, and then you catch them before that. And again, I'm going to teach you every single thing you need to know. Also, there's a term that people go, oh, yeah, the people got an NOD. And they sound all cool. Like, what's an NOD? Well, it's a notice of default. So what it means is the homeowners got served those papers that say you're in default. We are placing you on the foreclosure list. Okay, so notice of default means they were served papers. So when someone says, I got an NOD last week, you won't look at them and be like, I don't know what an NOD is. So you have to be able to have all of the terminology as well because homeowners will tell you what things the bank sent them and you need to know what those things are. All right, so let's talk about this. People say, I did a fix and flip. I bought it, I fixed it up, and I sold it. So that's called a rehab. So if you buy a house and you close on the property, you close on the property and you own it, and you go in and do carpet and paint and you update the kitchen, that's called rehabbing. And then when you sell it to another family, the end user, the family that's going to move into this property, you sold the house. It's not a fix and flip. There's not actually a fix and flip. It's not even a real term. There's fixing, which is rehabbing, and there's flipping, which is wholesaling. So I'm going to teach you how to flip contracts. So here's what flipping means. Flipping, wholesaling, quick turn. The technical word is wholesaling. So you say people go, I flipped houses. What they really did was they wholesaled houses. You're gonna, and this is what you're going to love the most because this is what made me my first million dollars was wholesaling houses. Still my personal favorite thing to do after 30 years in real estate. So you find a homeowner under stress. You get that house under contract. doesn't take any money. You're not closing on it. You're not buying it. No real estate license. Nothing, nothing, nothing. You're getting it under contract. And then you're going to flip that contract to a person that's a rehabber or a landlord. And then they are going to fix it up and they're going to sell it. So you are the person in the middle. You buy it for less. You sell it for more. It's called flipping. Flipping the contract. Wholesaling the contract. If you buy the house. You borrow money, get a mortgage, you fix anything in the house, and then you sell it, you rehabbed it, and then you sold it. 
if you get the house, you fix it up a little bit, and you put a tenant in there, you didn't fix and flip, you are now a landlord. You bought a house, you did rehabbing, and now you have a tenant in there. So you're either a wholesaler, you're a rehabber, you're a landlord. That's what you are in the real estate investing industry. Are you a wholesaler? Are you a rehabber? Are you a landlord? Well, I wholesale properties, still rehab. In fact, this last year, in the, last, in the past 10 months, we've been featured twice in the Think Realty Magazine for our rehabs because we do such a super good job. And I'm a landlord. I'm a landlord because I own a ton of commercial property and I have tenants and renters and all the stuff like that. So you're kind of one of those things. There's not like, or maybe you're a note buyer. I'll teach you what note buying is. So whatever it is, use the right verbiage because if you really want to be educated and you really want to know what's going on in the market and you want to be able to stay up with all the things I'm talking about, all the things I'm sharing, I need you to be educated and not, you know, oh, I'm a flipper. I fix and flip. It's like, no, you rehab. It's okay to be a rehabber. Rehabbing is great. So I do all. I started off as a rehabber. After a couple of years of rehabbing, I discovered wholesaling. And I thought, I can find the homeowner and sell the house to another rehabber. And I don't have to rehab. I am sold. So wholesaling is where my finances turned around so quickly that it was really shocking to me how quickly my finances turned around. And so I'm going to teach you. That's the first thing that we're going to learn is how to flip contracts and do wholesaling because it really does not require... Um, real estate license or money, it doesn't require nothing, it doesn't require just it requires you to know how to do it. And it can change your life in an instant. I made $22,000 on my first deal and my life was forever changed. Now that $22,000 was back in the very early 90s. So that was a lot, a lot, a lot of money. In fact, it was the most amount of money I had actually ever seen or had all at the same time. It's crazy. All right, so I went through the main terms that I want you to know. Now, for those of you, let's see how many minutes we have left. Ooh, seven minutes before I have to go. So if your attention span is waning, you only have seven more minutes. That's why my podcast can be 30 minutes. I can talk for five. I can go, snap, snap, chop, chop. Let's go. 20 minutes is starting, and your mind will go, whoop, okay, well, I'm paying attention. I'll talk for 20 minutes, and I'll go, okay, time's up, and the beep will make you go, oh, okay, she's done, great, and then we'll have cheers, and then we'll go home, and we'll have a good day. So, I do want to give you a free gift. It's my first podcast. So, I want to give you a free gift. So, I want you to go to dwonderful.com forward slash lingo, L-I-N-G-O. I have a whole program of all of the real estate lingo and it is the correct lingo, whether you're a real estate investor or you're a real estate agent. So regardless of whatever area of real estate you're in, it is the proper lingo for each and everything. And it's a lot. It's, it's A to Z. It's like a dictionary. It's like a real estate dictionary. Put it together, my own self. On some of the explanations, I tell you the real estate agent term and the real estate investor term because they are actually different on some of the things. 
So I'm going to give everybody, and this is a program I actually sell for a couple hundred bucks. Um, it's my real estate lingo. So you have to go to dwonderful.com forward slash lingo, L-I-N-G-O, and you're going to get uh, free, 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 free. This is my first podcast, so I have to give away something free. Because, I mean, honestly, what fun is life is if you can't give away something free? And who doesn't like free stuff? I love free stuff. When I go someplace in the mall and they have free, I'm like, ooh, wow, is that's free. We like free stuff. All right, so that's it. You are going to learn the lingo. You're going to learn, we're going to talk about the rules and how it works and what real estate investors versus real estate agents can do. And you are going to become a certified dwaninator. You are going to be unemployable. You're going to make a ton of money and you're going to follow all the things I teach you how to do because I am the real deal. No pitches, just teaching and some fun and some wine. Okay, so before the timer goes off, um, next week we're going to have wine again because I wasn't really sure so I bought quite a bit of it. <laughs> and it's so funny is I actually don't drink. And we live in the mountains and we're so isolated. And I never, ever, ever drink at home because my husband doesn't drink. And if you open a bottle of wine and you're just all by yourself, you know, it kind of sucks to drink by yourself. So I don't. But if we go out to dinner or a social event, you know, I like to have wine. But I thought, you know what? You guys are my new friends. You're my new family. You're my, you're my people. Drinks with Dwan. And so I'll tell you the week before so we can all toast and cheer and have the same thing and we can share. And we'll have really fun things in the winter and really fun summer drinks. And I'll be going to Florida in a couple of weeks and spending the winter down there. And we'll have all kinds of tropical fun things because I really want things to be fun. Life is really all about being fun. Hence my girls, Daisy Mae and Delilah. I mean, honestly, how much fun are they? And I actually ordered these hats. These are from the 20s, the real 20s. And let me tell you something. They were so expensive. <laughs> but I wanted vintage hats. So, and then, of course, they've got their, you know, little boas because who doesn't like feathers and bubbles and glitter? And see, I have glitter on today because life is supposed to be fun. And you know what? It's a lot more fun uh, when you're making money. That's the bottom line. It really is better on this side of the fence. All right, so my thing's going to go off here in one minute. So I'm going to stop it. So I hope you had a good time. So your assignment for the week is I want you to download the free gift, lingo, dwanderful.com forward slash lingo. And I actually want you to read it. Just go through and start reading the lingo and become familiar with the lingo. That's your assignment. Next week, we're going to talk about how to find people that are in foreclosure. You'll really like that. It's super fun. It'll take a couple of weeks to go through all the different ways. But uh, you'll be surprised. It's really super fun. So I hope you had a great time. And here's my sign-off. So I make sure I stay serious every day. Remember, the truth is in the red letters. Yay, wonderful. Have you had enough of me today? All right, over and out. Next week, 
Same bat time, same bat channel. Be good to people, be nice. The truth is in the red letters. Ciao. I will see you next week. You're wonderful.